is going on around here? And who did that? I brought you some flowers, Jill. Where are my parents? I picked these especially for you. Merv, I want some answers. Don't you want them? Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom, I'm here with Brittany and Eric. Hello! That makes a lot of sense for today, Eric. <laughs> makes a lot of sense because we watched the movie Blood Harvest from 1987 starring Tiny Tim. And it was my pick. Okay. It was. <laughs> no. Sounds like my pick, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. It's Tiny yeah. Tim. So for those of us that are not acquainted with Mr. Tim... <laughs> Who is Tiny Tim? Tiny Tim uh, is a musician from the 60s, 70s. He, I think he was on Carson a lot. Mm -hmm. And he plays the ukulele, and he's got a very high-pitched voice, and he does a lot of wacky songs. He's a wacky guy. Mm. Um, also kind of creepy. A little creepy as well. Kind of creepy, kind of charming at the same time, I feel. <laughs> for sure, for yeah. sure. He's a talented guy. Mm -hmm. you definitely get that. And... Uh, yeah, people know the song Tiptoe Through the Tulips, which Insidious uses to be creepy. Yes. It's very... I'm so torn about him because I do genuinely like his music. Yeah. But I genuinely think it's creepy as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the God Bless Tiny Tin album. It's I, so it's good. It's good. He, does a, he did a really good job with it. Like, I don't know. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Out on the old front porch. Yeah. He has some, he has some good tunes. Um, he plays like different characters. Yeah, he he's good. He's good. He's a talented guy, and he's definitely the best part of this movie. <laughs> Without uh, a spoiler doubt. alert. <laughs> um, so I guess why I picked this movie is because um, I like Tiny Tim, and God bless him. It, it's it seemed it seemed like a creepy synopsis. He's dressed up like a clown. He's kind of creepy. So I was like, okay, maybe they did something cool with it. And uh, I almost picked it a few times and then ended up picking something else. So this was like right there waiting to be picked. So I just was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just get this one out of the way. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. We'll find out. We got yeah. this from VHSPS. That's right. Correct. We got this uh, VHSPS at Rocket Shock. So, yeah. They've provided us with hours of entertainment. A, a few of these flicks. <laughs> hours of entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We got Deadly Prey there. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So... One hours of entertainment. <laughs> um, so what was this movie about? Exactly. Um, so this movie was about... <laughs> Good luck to you. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of didn't think about it right now. Uh, so this movie is about this girl who goes back home looking for her parents. Jill. Jill. Goes back home looking for her parents and runs into her old friend who's a guy from like childhood or whatever. And all these people in this small town turn up missing. And she's just getting more and more afraid, and he's entering into her life more and more. That, I mean, that's basically the plot. Yeah. Where does Tiny Tim come into play? Tiny, <laughs> Tiny Tim is the brother of the guy. The childhood friend. Of the childhood friend guy who lives in this small town still. Gary. That's Gary. And, and Tiny then, Tim's name is Mervo. Mervo. Marvelous Marvelous Mervo. Mervo. He's always dressed as a clown. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty good. <laughs> so that's what it's about. Um... That's it. Unless there's any subplots I'm missing that are even kind of important. No. I mean, this movie's got a pretty simple plot. 
I feel like it's so simple, but somehow it still gets lost in like the random things that are going on in the movie. Yeah. Takes a while for it to cut to the chase. For sure. For sure. Okay, you clowns, cut the crap. So what was positive about the movie? Tiny Tim. All right. Tiny Slim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tiny Jim. Tiny Tim <laughs> uh, was definitely the best part of this movie. Oh, easily. Hands down. Yeah, he was super creepy, but also like really sympathetic. Mm. Yeah. He's he's just an interesting guy to watch. Yeah. Just as an actor, you could tell he was really giving this his all. Mm-hmm. They gave him the most interesting role and he really ran with it. Um, I'd be curious if I haven't I haven't looked at his IMDb page. I'm not sure if he did anything other than this. But nah, um, not too much. Mostly yeah. just like himself appearances. I don't think he's ever been like a character in a thing. Yeah, that's what I figured. But I mean, it seems like he's got some natural screen presence, like just from what he had maybe done on Carson or whatever. He felt very natural in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And it, it really pays off in this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. he did a lot. He was on TV a lot. Mm. I feel like his personality is so far out. You just have to kind of be in wonder, like in <laughs> awe of him. Like, what? How yeah. much of this is acting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I wonder every time I see him. I'm like, I know this is how you really are. Yeah, I feel like he'd be like fascinating for, um, for like a kids show host, like a, or a program. You know, like, mm. you know, he he'd be really good at that. For sure. Yeah. And also terrifying. And also terrifying. <laughs> But still good. Because they try to misdirect you. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) And think that Tiny Tim is the killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They. I mean, they didn't do. I mean. All right. So let's be honest. We're gonna get some spoiler alerts for a thirty-year-old movie that no one's seen. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to. I'll tiptoe around these tulips. Um, That was bad. No, but I like that as like a euphemism for like not spoiling something. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone else have any positives? Um, Peter Krause. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I just like him. Not necessarily that I liked him in this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not. I couldn't believe that he was in this movie. I know. Peter Krause plays. The Nate? The yeah. boyfriend? Nate Fisher on Six Feet Under. Yeah. And oh. also our main character, Jill's boyfriend, who follows her home from college. And he was credited as boyfriend, even though he had a name in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know that his name was clearly Scott in the movie, but why was he credited as boyfriend? Yeah, I to mean... To make my life easier. <laughs> we even knew he was Scott. We're like, hey, that's Scott. And we, <laughs> and we weren't really cutting this movie anything. And we usually never remember the names of any characters in anything. I know. We're terrible. It's very true. <laughs> it's weird. We do know all the names of these characters. I remember them. there was four. <laughs> that's a good point. Besides the sheriff. Oh, God, that's schlub. <laughs> Always blowing off his job. Um, Some of the scenes in this were genuinely unsettling. Yeah. Like when <laughs> Jill was getting chloroformed nightly and <laughs> our killer would undress her and take Polaroids of her. Mm-hmm. That was creepy. Because plot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was genuinely unsettling. Gary, in general, was pretty creepy. Yeah. He was, like, creepy from the get-go, though. Yeah, a little too attached. Mm. A little out there. 
But uh, yeah, no, this movie definitely had some unsettling moments. He's very unsettling as a killer, too, because I feel like you could definitely believe that guy exists. Yeah, definitely. In like everyone's life. <laughs> uh. We have seen this in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I guess I really don't have many, many positives. Nope. I feel like this movie could have been more incompetently made for what it actually was. Yeah, like technically sure. wise, technically speaking. Well, Ito, director of photography. <laughs> I just remember that from the credits. I don't know who he is or what he did. On. <laughs> He's he did a pretty good job. He he went out to become a judge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The OJ All, case, along with Judge Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it could have been it could have been worse. Uh, it could have been more painful technically, which I guess made this movie even that much more boring. <laughs> Yeah, in a way, times. it's you know coming off of Blade of the Vampire. Oh. There's something very, very fun about a terribly made movie that has terrible content versus like a competently made movie that has terrible content. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely for different capacities. Um, but yeah, no, it could have been worse like that. But and like, yeah, they they did some kind of creepy stuff with Tiny Tim that I thought was like, ooh, okay, that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, like him, all right, that was good. Him like weeping in the church was terrifying. Yeah, uh, there was a scene where like he was, I don't think this was done intentionally. It might have just been the quality of the rip, but with this clown makeup on, uh, he was like sitting at a table and he was looking through this this book of photographs, but it looked because of the way his eye makeup was, it looked like he was just staring directly at the camera. <laughs> and I found that so unsettling. If that was an intentional directing dire director's choice, I yeah. would have thought that was like excellent. Like <laughs> some weird breaking of the fourth wall with this clown character. Yeah. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall they could have just done more with Tiny Tim mm. in a more effective way to make us enjoy this movie more. For sure. Yeah, because I feel like all the times that they were setting him up to seem like he was the killer, they would kind of immediately do like conflict. <laughs> they'd back off? Okay. Yeah, like they'd completely contradict what they just showed us <laughs> and like show him like way far away wearing something entirely different and like full clown makeup. Like someone would get their throat slit in the barn and they'd be wearing like a khaki jacket and then immediately it would cut to like Tiny Tim looking at like a photo album. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, you're trying to make us think it's him, but at the same time, you're clearly showing us that it's not him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, maybe they could have set that up in such a way that would lead you to believe maybe some sort of t passage of time has occurred between those two shots, <laughs> but no, they didn't bother to do that. No. So <laughs> it's like, okay, well, it's clearly not him as the killer, or at least he's not the soul killer like <laughs> soul i did killer. think there were more than one at one point i i was i did too that at one point i was like okay maybe it's both gary and merv mm -hmm. and well, maybe some other guy because he had like a sock over his face <laughs> i mean merv did know about it so i guess there was kind of two even if he didn't technically kill anybody yeah that is true yeah. i he's mean he's being exploited though for sure because he was what so and here's what i didn't understand so Shoot. when tiny tim made this movie he was in his early 50s. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Correct. This character of Gary is, how old do you think? 30? Probably. At the most, because I thought the daughter was home from college. Okay, so maybe he's like 24. Okay. Let's, let's say mid to late 20s then. That's like a 30-year difference. Yeah. And, he, and from the way it like felt that uh, Gary was like the older brother. Yeah. That's how it, like, felt. It did feel that way. And I was like, wait, this doesn't make any... Like, I didn't buy that. This, this movie did so many things that I just didn't buy. Mm. 
you know? Maybe wonder- they were just expecting you to buy Tiny Tim as a giant man-child. Yeah, like he was kind of developmentally disabled. I think that's what they were kind of trying to hint at. Yeah. So you could arguably say maybe someone like Tiny Tim might look like that when they're 25. Yeah, I guess. Plus he was wearing makeup the whole time, so they were yeah. probably like, oh, his age will be indiscernible. But then he took the makeup off later and it looked like John Lovitz. Yeah. So. <laughs> and exactly. He, and he had no makeup Weird at Al. the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I, I think if they had more effectively used him to kind of throw us off base a little bit, that would have been way better and we would have gotten more from the movie because it would have had creepier moments with him in it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the magnificent, uh, Marvelous Mervo, like they had this really good song at the end of the movie of like Marvelous Mervo, this character, this clown thing that he played, which I wish they had just did more of for the actual movie. Yeah. Not just for the end credits and use that mood more, that like, hey, I'm a childish thing mood more in a they very adult movie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it just was weird like I, I feel like the marketing this is something that we ran into with leprechaun origins i hate that we have to mention this movie two weeks in a row uh, <laughs> uh it's it's selling us on on one thing and giving us another thing like the, the movie has like the cover has marvelous murrow front and center looking terrifying the movie's called blood harvest clowns are scary <laughs> So scary that Tom dropped his notebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess you would expect either to see Marvelous Morvo as the, the clear antagonist or at the very least more front and center doing creepy clowny things. Yeah. And he definitely. doesn't really get to do much of that. And I, I have a feeling, you know, that's why Tom picked this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. That's, <laughs> that's what we were sold on. Uh, we didn't really get that. No. And sh- <laughs> could have been a much better movie if that was front and center. Yeah. The entire thing. Agreed. Yeah. He showed up at a couple of creepy and opportune times, and that was about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when she was, like, home alone in her bathrobe, and he would just, like, pop in because no one fucking locked their doors in this town for some reason. Yeah. And, well, when his first appearance, when he was just sitting there after, like, all that weird stuff happened to her, and she ran in the house, and then he was just in the kitchen with, like, flowers, I was like, oh, all right. If they start to build on that even more, mm-hmm. then this could be kind of interesting. At least the parts with him yeah. Yeah. could be worth it. But now they didn't. Maybe one more time they built it up, and then that was it. Yeah. So that was not good. Yeah. I almost feel like this movie could have been a lot more successful if they just took the Gary and Murph characters and just smooshed them together into one. Yeah. I think that could have been a lot more interesting. Like, uh, you know, this guy is left alone to his own devices in this small, ta- shitty town. And, like, he just goes off the deep end and goes on to this marvelous Murbo character. <laughs> and then when someone that reminds him of his child that comes back he is like obsessive and weird yeah like it almost turns him straight for his like straight guy mentality but mm. then it makes his crazy part even crazier yeah you could do something cool with that yeah that'd but be then you can't have tiny tim play the hero at the end let's oh, go oh i'll sp- oh. <laughs> no, just kidding tiny tim comes back and shoots gary in the shoulder and he, d- and he doesn't die because <laughs> it looks at the ceiling and then it cuts to credits. Well, do you know? Do you know what we did this time? We didn't think that our killer died at the end of the movie. We knew it was coming. We're like, you know, we're not falling for this one again. Not for a second. Again, <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Slow zoom in on the face, eyes open, cut oh, to they, credits. They even panned up from the feet. That's a dead giveaway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're like, well, he's clearly breathing. Yeah, he only got shot in the shoulder. It was yeah. I feel like the storytelling in this movie was really disjointed. Yeah. Like it would go from one kind of thing and then cut to a completely different scene that really didn't have much to do with what was happening before. Like in the beginning, how we were getting cuts of like somebody being loaded into an ambulance. Yeah. 
I didn't understand what that was. That was Gary's parents. Okay. Every time. Every time. Yeah, because it was always through that rainy window. We yes. saw that like three times. Okay, that's what I thought it might be, but they didn't go through the steps to make that very clear at all. No, no, they didn't do a good job. <laughs> they did not. I think for a slasher, the kills are very boring. Yeah. <laughs> Every single kill is just someone being strung up by their feet and their their neck gets cut. Yeah, that's that, it. that was the just synopsis. Just like Beulah. <laughs> just like the pig Beulah. Um, <laughs> everyone should know exactly what that means, by the way. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't stop listening. Yeah, <laughs> turn it off. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> they were really boring, and there wasn't a lot of a whole lot of blood, with the exception of that bucket gag. <laughs> that oh, that yeah. gag. You know the bucket gag. That old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> they all. Bucket of blood in the fridge gag. You know, the carry. You know, where they'll... Because you have a bucket of blood in your fridge, and that immediately leads to tit kissing. Yes. Of course. Yeah, it leads to G, as we discussed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that was another um, really like unsettling part, is when, okay, so she's got a bucket of blood in the fridge. She opens it. It pours all over her. She rolls around in it for a while. In comes Gary. Gary, save the day. She's distressed, clearly. Yeah, she's still rolling around and oh my god, oh my god. And then he's got to take her into the shower. And then he undresses her in the shower. But he's in the shower with his clothes on. He's yeah, he's in with it on. She he's washing her tits just like in Blade of the Vampire. So weird. Another tit wash. A lot of parallels between these two very different movies. (laughs) And then he puts her on the couch. He undresses. Gets complete. uh, Oh wait, no, no, this is not that part. Never mind. Uh, Correct. He puts her on the couch yeah. naked. Puts her on the couch naked, and then he starts kissing, kissing her tits. Her tits. Yep. <sighs> Cover, <this> covers <laughs> her up, sits in a rocking chair for like 20 seconds, and then he gets naked, and then uncovers her, and then lays on top of her naked. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah it's very weird. Like, <laughs> I guess so we're supposed weird. to assume she's had like some mental break when the blood pours out of the refrigerator. It's but... not even a lot of blood. <laughs> it's a bucket, but I mean, it's like a small bucket. It's like a, it's like I mean, a gallon, maybe. Well, imagine you have like a mason jar full of blood, though. That's still terrifying. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But it was <laughs> like she wasn't unconscious or anything, and she was conscious in the shower, at least partially. And then all of a sudden, she was just out cold. It was really weird. Yeah, I feel like they were taking like some weird liberty with what we were supposed to be expecting someone to react to a bucket of blood. This has been so confusing. I couldn't even structure yeah. it. <laughs> well, that's another thing that did I just, he chloroform her at any time before I, that? No, I don't no, think so. No. Well, here's another thing that bothers me is like everyone who had something to do in this movie only did it for the sake of hurrying things up or like making sure this plot makes sense. Like, that's it. Like, that's the only reason people did anything. Mm. <laughs> like, in or out of character, people just did whatever had to happen to make sure the credits rolled. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, the boyfriend was like, I'm going to go look for your parents. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, you've been in town for 10 minutes. Oh, well, it was clear that the police chief wasn't doing anything. <laughs> that's true. He had to go to a softball or poker game. Yeah, he was just wanted to always blow his job off. Uh, do you think that was supposed to be, like, funny? Maybe. I don't know. It just annoyed the shit out of it, me. Right? Yeah. It just made me hate the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Because they didn't really give us a good reason for that character to act that way. No. This is at a time where there's, like, three unsolved murders slash disappearances, and the sheriff is just like, ah, 
Go deal with your own goddamn problems. Yeah. I need to have a softball game to play. Yeah, right. Don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> she runs in like, my parents are missing and there's blood all over my house. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I have to do my job in this town of 18 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you solve those murders, buddy, this wouldn't be happening. Um, yeah, I think what was awful, too, is that we were kind of watching this movie in a confused haze of emotional stuff and the last like 10 minutes they dumped all the motivation yep it was real cheap i was really annoyed by that yeah very cheap way out like it was gary had her tied up and he had a knife and he was just telling her all the reasons why yeah and the mervo brought her to this room that explained why they acted that way all at the very end of the movie mm -hmm. which leads me to believe that we are not that far off base with being completely lost for a duration of this movie just by the fact that they had to spell it all out for you yeah, the pretty much. they knew they were trying yeah. to confuse you but which, like not effectively not like keeping me on a hook i'm just like well what the fuck yeah i'm like <laughs> one of those two guys is the killer or they're both the killer but that's not an exciting twist to me i don't care where yeah. is everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was that was not good yeah, I was I was very annoyed when I realized we were getting a plot exposition dump like within the last twenty percent of the movie. Oh, dude, it was like I've, there could be no more than fifteen minutes left of the movie mm -hmm. when that happened. Like that was very that was very frustrating. Now, if we gotten dripped some of that plot exposition across the way, might have been a much better movie. Yep, yep. Like if we had known that his parents committed suicide mm -hmm. beforehand, but like that was I know like the big secret. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know. That was just like doing that and then giving the reasons why. It was just it was just cheap. Yeah. I think I might have even been happier without an exposition dump and just like play all the cards on the table and let's find out what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is Mervo acting like that? Who knows? <laughs> That's a better movie than what we got. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it really is. Yeah, this this movie had the potential to be a much better movie at, at times mm. and missed. It it seemed very scared to take any real risks if you think about it yeah i had nothing in my risks column me neither yeah very rarely i do these days i'm having a hard time grappling with risk <laughs> <laughs> just avoid the ukraine is what i understand <laughs> um anyone else have any any negatives towards the movie I like think i'm all out have we aired our dirty laundry Except for the fact that it was just kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, it was offensively boring at times. I do have one thing to say in its favor, though. It wasn't too long. That's true. It actually felt like it was the correct length. Now, if they just put the correct things into those 87 minutes, then they would have had a movie. <laughs> yeah, well, here's another frustrating thing, actually, is that there was so much dead air in mm. this movie. A lot of people walking to cars, a lot of... Just people arriving at locations, moving around, just like mm -hmm. so much screen time burnt up with things that aren't important. Yeah. <laughs> or not even enjoyable. It doesn't even have to be important. Grabbing teddy bears or putting yeah. kettles on the stove. Yeah. Just irrelevant stuff. Prancing uh, around in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> God, damn. Getting oh my shot God. By that scene annoyed me so much that she was running like through the forest trying to find her way to town and that she saw dudes playing paintball <laughs> and she was like running in fear and like nobody's chasing you. <laughs> Every time it showed a shot of a guy playing paintball, he was running like in the opposite direction. <laughs> I was like, why are you so afraid? Nobody is paying attention to you. <laughs> oh, it made yeah. me so mad. Yeah. Jill was 
pretty stupid. She was a real <laughs> dumb dumb. Yeah. And yeah, cause she, she just annoyed me because like only at times did she like try and be like, hey, I'm in a in a movie and I got to do something <laughs> to get away. You know, that's what it felt like. Agreed. Just, yeah. I mean, it's kind of whatever's convenient to move the plot along, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. And she was like the worst offender of that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm competent and sometimes I'm a simmering dum-dum. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the scene needs. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah it's very inconsistent. Yeah. All her escape attempts were Futile. not impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do we, um, are we comfortable with moving on to favorite parts? Yeah. Do we have a few of those? Yeah. Yeah. I have two. I've got I've got something that made me laugh. A couple things. <laughs> um, who wants to start? Um, <laughs> I thought the part where we first, right around when we first start suspecting that Gary is a creep, and he's at the house with Jill, and he's like, "If you're scared or if you need anything, just <laughs> whistle." And then she like tries to whistle and fails, and then tries again, and it ends up being so pathetic and like quiet. It's like, <laughs> and like you think he's gonna say something, but it's just like a long <laughs> shot on him, and then he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. Just waddles away. He, he says, says, "Yeah." Does he say "Yeah"? And <laughs> then like thirty seconds later, he yes. just walks out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Stares. Slowly slides out. Ugh, that was funny. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. Also, when Tiny Tim was looking through his photo album, and there was a snapshot of a pig, like a gutted pig, hanging upside down, and it just said Beulah <laughs> <laughs> on the bottom. Yeah, you found that. You found that one good. I just you enjoyed that. Yeah, the name <laughs> Beulah is pretty funny. So yeah, uh, there was a part near the end where um, Gary is chasing Jill. And <laughs> Jill has, like, made her way into, like, some fucking shack or something because this was filmed in Wisconsin. Yeah. And um, it cuts to a shot of one of the windows in this this hovel. And Gary just, like, pops up from the bottom of the window smiling. <laughs> and, like, the music is just, like, Ding! Yeah, hard, a hard sting. <laughs> Gary pops in the frame. <laughs> just smiling, like, ah! I gotcha. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. I enjoyed definitely. that. The Boards of Canada soundtrack was kind of cool. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had some decent parts. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was different. Uh, I had some... Um, hold on. All the music sounds like an educational video I watched in the sixth grade about rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you also compared it to a Van Halen mini at one point. Yes. <laughs> that was on the radio. That was, that was there for sure. Uh, I felt like I was wondering if this movie was just a vehicle for Tiny Tim Music. I mean, we barely got any. Yeah, we didn't really... I feel like we got, like, four or five songs. He's, he, like, sang his lines sometimes, but we didn't get, like, a lot. He sang, like, Jack and Jill, a version of Jack and Jill, like, a couple times. And he changed it to Gary and Jill. Gary instead. I thought I only heard that once. That, no, he did it in the beginning, and then he did it at the end. Huh. He really didn't play the ukulele and sing to it that much. Well, no, I meant, like, just in the movie, not like he was performing it in the movie. Yeah. Just, like... It was popped into the soundtrack. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, one of my... Maybe I just imagined it. Sorry. <laughs> you imagined a much it. better movie. <laughs> yeah. I wish we watched what you imagined. Um, one of my favorite parts was a completely irrelevant moment. Uh, when after Jill gets shot in the head by a paintball, she gets driven into town by a dude oh. in a truck who's like, hey... 
let's do lunch or something. What did he say? Yeah, how about a date? Uh, how about Leah? How about a date? And she goes, no, thanks. I'm engaged. And he goes, I want some meaningless sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just drives out. Just to drive. He's like, she keeps walking. He doesn't even shrug it off. He says his line and he drives off. <laughs> I almost wonder if that was improvised. <laughs> I thought that was great. And then uh, another part I thought was great. So uh, right when Jill got home, people had attacked her house because her parents were doing something that was annoying everybody. Yeah, they were like bankers and the people there didn't like bankers because they're city folk. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sense. bank was foreclosing on a bunch of houses and her dad like worked for the bank. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So they had, a, you know, they had a bunch of paint of bad words on the house. It was like and thief. Yeah. And freak. And then they called. Geek. <laughs> they called and they were like, fuck you, bitch. And then they threw this thing in the window and the whole sequence of, of edits from the thing going in the window to the scream to the snap zoom of her face uh, in awe of what happened in her home was fantastic. <laughs> that whole collection. That made me laugh, too. Those are the, This is the, the kind of thing that I wanted this movie to do more of. Yeah. That I expected this movie to do more of. Be like silly. Like yeah. those two scenes I just mentioned, plus throw in tiny Tim clown creepiness. Yeah. And give me a nice balance of stuff. Well, I feel like I'm, I was just reaching for favorite parts because it's lack of awesomeness. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, like, yeah. We have a section in our show it. called Favorite Parts, and we have to fill it. We have to do it. <laughs> I mean, even the worst movie that we watch usually has at least one thing that makes us laugh. Yeah. We have to mention it. Exactly. Yeah, it does. The movie deserves it. Yeah. Maybe. No. <laughs> um, anything else before we, we want to rate it? These microphones picking up those crickets. Yeah. Okay, good. Because that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this movie partook in the three B's of filmmaking. Oh, uh, boobs, butt, and bush. Oh, sure did. We got it all. Really weird because, like you said, the first 20-ish minutes of this movie had like the, all those weird like fake scares. And I always felt like this was going to be like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Then it immediately got like super grimy and greasy. And <laughs> greasy. What, what did it get? Greasy. That's right. It yeah. was diagnosed as greasy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, my one of my first notes I ended up scratching out was like, is this a made-for-TV movie? And I was like, whoa, no, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Bush time. <laughs> so are we ready to rate? So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, who would like to begin rating Blood I, Harvest? I can go. Go. I give it a fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a competently made movie with a really crappy script, and it doesn't take advantage of its assets very well. And that just makes me upset because they could have made a pretty good movie or at least a watchable one out of it, and they yeah. didn't. They could have just used this as a vehicle to do what he knows he should have done, mm -hmm. which is creepy clown scenes with Tiny Tim. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need to do. If they had just done that, then I would have got what I at least hoped for. Yeah. Even if it wasn't like a well-made movie yeah, still. exactly. We could have said, hey, what's that weird Tiny Tim, like that one Tiny Tim movie that he was in? It was kind of like creepy and weird. It wasn't very good, but Tiny Tim was really cool. Yeah. That, that's and, like non-offensive. Yeah. And unfortunately, this doesn't deliver enough Tiny Tim to be that movie, and we'll never get it, because unfortunately, Tiny Tim has passed away. Yeah. Well, would you have wanted him to be the villain in that case? I could go either way. I would say they could have done a very similar plot, and they could have just made us believe it was Tiny Tim more. 
Like they or they could have just they could have balanced him out more. They could have had Tiny Tim like leaking like little hints to Jill or something along yeah. the way, like more often. Mm-hmm. Maybe foster some sort of like weird relationship between like this man child and Jill. For sure. You know. I mean that's what they tried to that's what they started to do, mm-hmm. and they started to do pretty decent with that the flower scene in the beginning. Yeah. Like that was a great foundation for what could have come. And then they just like backed off of it and f- focused on like the Gary plot. Yeah, and I didn't want any of that. No, that <laughs> no was, one wants any of that. that. Was the it was part. weird and molesty. I didn't like it for sure. Ugh. Yeah. So a fuck you from Eric. Yeah, Brittany, what do you give it? I will give it a fuck off. A fuck off. Yeah. Um. I didn't find it like. It wasn't so bad that it offended me. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know that I would recommend it to anyone unless they're like a super Tiny Tim fan. But I mean, if you're that big of a fan of Tiny Tim, you probably would have already seen this. You've seen the one movie he's been in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it had some cool creepy-ish parts, some cool funny-ish parts, um, but nothing that like blew me out of the water. Ultimately, it was kind of boring. Um, I wasn't invested in really anything that was happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. We spent most of this movie eating cupcakes and regular cakes. Yeah. <laughs> and regular cakes. Yeah. And that, not not good regular cake either. Yeah. It was yeah, super. The cupcakes were good. It was the cupcakes super were rapey were at some points. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about cake. The cake was rapey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that I'm like especially agreed. against depictions of rape in like media, but it was, that was like. That was the only thing it really pushed to the end, <laughs> and like nothing else true. to compensate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, fuck off. Okay, so fuck off. Um, I would like to give it a rating that's between a fuck you and a fuck off, but I'm not quite sure what that is. So hmm. um, something up. A sloppy hand job. A fucking... Slo- sloppy hand job off. Wait, so a fucking sloppy, sloppy hand job? Hand drive. Uh, <laughs> I'll give this movie a, a don't kiss my fucking tits <laughs> because you're creepy, Gary. That's a long rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, but that's okay. Um, I wouldn't recommend this movie, I don't think. I wouldn't. I'd say, oh, that movie, not worth it because I'm pretty sure everyone would go into it wanting what I was expecting and from experience, I'd say you don't get that. <laughs> um, and that's the ultimate thing, which, I mean, I, I, I may have ruined this movie from my perspective with that expectation. Yeah. But also, how can I not expect that? Right. It's the Leprechaun Origins thing all over again. Yeah. Yeah, but, but even though it doesn't deliver that, it still doesn't deliver much of anything else either. Yeah. Not, yeah, it didn't, like, bait and switch, and then I get something else on the other side, but it might not be as good. It was just... Nothing on the other side. <laughs> you just got bait. Yeah, it was just bait, and then I was done. <laughs> no switch. I got, I got, yeah, no switched. <laughs> um, so generally poor reception. Yeah. Unrecommended. Yeah. I would have rather have played Blood Harvest and Left for Dead <laughs> on expert. <laughs> and that would have been annoying. Died before we got to the first safe room. All right, here's what we need to do. We need to get the PC version of Left for Dead. I have and, okay. okay, and we need to mod in Tiny Tim as one of the playable characters <laughs> <laughs> as a clown. Marvelous Mervo. Oh, absolutely, that'd be great. Yeah. Marvelous well, there is Mervo? there's Dark Carnival. Oh, Tiny Tim's teeth. Oh, <laughs> his Werther's original <laughs> <laughs> dentures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where did, um, <laughs> where did you come up with the concept of having candy for teeth? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't we say that about uh, 
the guy in Dollman. Yeah, this uh, yes, yeah, yeah, floating yeah, head man. guy. Oh yeah, yeah, what was that guy's name? Sprug, Sprug. Yeah, we we're, were talking about his like disgusting his, teeth, his yeah. caramel teeth. Yeah, his he's just <laughs> yes, caramel teeth. <laughs> uh, Dip them in butterscotch. That's exactly what Tiny Tim had. Like, <laughs> I was like, please brush your teeth one time. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? No final thoughts. No. Um, mm, no. <laughs> I love some of my fucking notes are so weird. Sorry. Um, I just have tit kissing with a question mark. Oh, Wait, yeah. does it have an apostrophe too? And then Beulah dash pig slit. <laughs> Couch tit kiss naked legs lays on her. Sorry. Okay. All right. Good. All right. <laughs> there it is. Wait, clear um, that up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I, there uh, in her in her room. On like the weird angled ceiling oh, wall, I almost forgot to mention that. was a commando poster. Yes, which was awesome with Schwarzenegger on it. Schwarzenegger was the second best actor in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> and he had one frame. He was he was on a, on a picture on the wall. Most of the time, we just saw his muscular elbow, <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. And uh, oh yeah, the, with that bucket of blood scene <laughs> where the Gary comes running in as she's like writhing in blood. Oh, I hated that. That was weird. He was wearing the exact same clothes as her boyfriend did in the previous scene. He had the jeans, the white shirt, and the white shirt. Like, exactly the same clothes. He was like the new the new Scott now. <laughs> the new boyfriend played by Peter Krause. Yeah. Sorry, Gary. He'll never be Peter Krause. <laughs> never. Ever. 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 Yeah. Who's Peter Krause? <laughs> He plays Nate in Six Feet Under. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's yeah. Six Feet Under? <laughs> it's a show on HBO. Death. All right. Gotcha. The show that Life. made me cry for 20 minutes at the end. <laughs> Haven't seen it. It was the most emotional ending to anything. You've been listening to Second Class Cinema. We watched Blood Harvest and it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it's from 1987. 1987? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that year. <laughs> the year of our Tom. <laughs> um... If you'd like more information, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. You can listen to us on iTunes, <laughs> TuneIn, Stitcher, and secondclasscinema.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Good night. Marvelous Merville, at your service. Marvelous Merville, that's my name. And I'll do my best to entertain you with magic and laughter. That's my game. I could light up the sky each day at sunrise and darken the clouds when it's time to rain. That's some of the magic I have mastered. I'll show you the rest when you call my name. If you want any more information about Blood Harvest, look it up on IMDb because we're not even posting this episode. <laughs> <laughs>